Today on Locked On Canadians, what is wrong with the Laval Rocket? What is wrong with the NHL? All that's coming up in just one moment. You are Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to episode 946, everybody. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That is $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. My name is Laura Saba, also known as the Active Stick, and I'm joined as always by Scott Patla. And we were asking ourselves so many questions today. We do want to celebrate some positives about the about the Laval Rocket, but we're asking ourselves so what is wrong with everyone, Scott? I we don't have a podcast <laughs> long enough to actually delve into that, nor am I licensed to tell people what is wrong with everybody. I know what's wrong with me is that I'm perpetually tired and anxious. So like, that's not new, but everybody else, I mean, can we do like a six hour podcast and we might be able to get like half of it covered at this point. <laughs> All right. Let's first start with recapping that Laval rocket game that we just watched. Um, if you're listening to this on Thursday morning, it is the Wednesday night rocket game. Uh, there were some positives obviously, but the rocket are struggling. We'll talk about the struggles a little bit later. And then even later in the show, we will talk about the Ottawa senators. And um, unfortunately we currently are sympathetic. We, we we're sympathetic towards them. <laughs> today <laughs> slightly Only i'm not gonna say that. i have a little bit of sympathy but it's also very funny so, okay, so like we're gonna that. talk about that in the end of this episode let's just let's start with the game let's start with Jaden struble's first goal and the rest of the game so one i was surprised that this was his first goal because i thought he had scored prior in one of the other games but i guess they gave it to i believe it was leas anderson uh on a deflection there which okay but Jaden struble's First AHL goal was a beautiful bit of work in that dumped in puck. Uh, Brandon Jiniak wins a 50-50 battle, gets it to Xavier Simeno, and Justin in our Eyes on the Price Slack pointed out, Simeno just didn't turn and whip it on net for a low percentage chance. He had his head up and found Struble open at the point. Struble cuts, walks to the middle, and wires one bar down and in for his first AHL goal. I, I, it's great to see that because I've, and we'll talk a lot about other struggles in the other segment there, because so far this year, Jaden Struble has likely been the most consistent and top performing rocket defenseman. And that maybe there's not as many points there. Some of the other ones, he might actually be leading them. I haven't fully looked at the numbers yet, and I probably will uh, tomorrow morning, but he's been playing the most consistent. He's good in the offensive zone. He's been very good defensively, you know, in terms of coverage for a rookie in the AHL. Getting his first goal is a huge bit, uh, a huge, you know, just weight off his shoulders there. And I'm glad that he got it. I'm glad it was a beautiful goal because he's deserved that. And I'm hoping that leads to more opportunities for him going forward because he's earned those. Right now, if I'm going through rocket defensemen, if they – if they're going for call-ups, Jaden Struble's got to be at the top of your list right now. He's been 
he's been playing far too well to be ignored at the NHL level for long at this point. And I think that's a really positive thing because out of the, you know, it's been a couple of years that we've been touting the uh, the defensemen that the, the Canadians have. We've been touting the prospects that we have overall. Um, and anytime one of them pans out, anytime any player on the Laval Rocket gives you ch- the chance to say that sentence is I don't see him being too far or, you know, it seems like a no brainer. Anytime you're able to say something like that about any prospect, it's still a positive. I know, you know, this season is going to, going to be a little bit up, up and down, but I think one thing that this proves sort of in the last few years is that the Habs are getting better at not squandering draft picks. I'm not ready to call their development a success yet because it hasn't been long enough, but at the very least, it feels to me like they're not wasting those draft picks. They're not squandering them. They're giving them chance to cook and then when they, once they get to the AHL level or even the NHL level they see much better prepared than before yes and part of that is is that the coach is giving them opportunities to succeed and work through rough patches sometimes it feels a little bit selective Matthias Norlinder got benched a lot last year for mistakes that I'm seeing certain prospects make this year and I don't know if I consider that growth or if it's just an an unbalanced thing. I think it is good that they are giving them the opportunity to play through and grow through these things. But there are times that it's like, you do have to win some games. You are one, six and one, and that is a problem. And the success stories are starting to become more and more. We're seeing good things out of guys like Jaden Struble. Uh, Joshua is AHL rookie of the month for October at 12 points in their first seven games. I believe. Well, They've played eight in October now, but through seven games, he had 12 points. I don't think he registered a point tonight in that we're seeing more that we've seen it with guys like Raphael Harvey Pennard and Jake Evans. And we've seen it with Xavier Simeno. We're seeing it with Joshua Wauber. Hopefully I know Leas Anderson is not really a prospect in every sense, but if he can grow at 24 years old or however old he is, that is a good thing. That is a system that is creating good opportunities. Uh, Caden Primo is a very good AHL goalie. And he looked a little bit better this season than he has in years past in that game against the Devils. And we're hoping he takes that next step. And they've already improved other guys. I'm watching Matthias Norlinder play this year. I'm watching Logan Mayu play this year. And yes, there are brain farts, but there's so much more growth and leveling out and becoming a more rounded player in there that is good to see in there without quashing what makes them talented players. Uh, the results are frustrating, and yes, I get that, because this was the game tonight. The Rocket came out and played well in the first period, couldn't get a goal, and then just defensive miscues sink the team. They are they feel like they're a team that needs some bounces, whether it be from vets or other players, but the, the pieces you want to see playing well are playing well so far. Would like to see more from Riley Kidney, maybe a little bit, maybe some more points for Logan Mayu. He probably should get some first power play time for the rocket here and help with that. But overall the underlying kind of unsexy parts of prospect development are moving forward in the right ways. It's just frustrating that the results aren't here. Just like the result tonight, they played well outside of maybe let's say five minutes of miscues across the game. And they lost four to one. Sometimes that's the way it goes. And they started slow last year and made the playoffs but I'm hoping that they just get it in gear at some point here because it, it, it hurts to watch a team do the right things and not get rewarded for it. 
And you never want them to take the wrong lessons away. Like I always think about those losing streaks where the underlying numbers are really solid and teams in fact quite dominant, but it's the bounces or some sort of, you know, luck aspects of the game that causes them to lose. Um, and then the coach just changes the structure and goes back into like kind of a trap um, or just something that isn't the aggressive style of play that is allowing them to dominate teams night in and night out. And that's definitely not a lesson you want to learn. And for me, anytime a coach panics and changes something after a slump, even though the underlying, you know, everything is doing okay, to me, that just, it sets people back in their development. I'm not going to say it's like bad coaching or whatever. Like every coach has a different way of dealing with adversity, but it sets people back in their development. Like you, if, if you're able to dominate in the underlying numbers, if you're able to take control of the game, if you're the one who is directing more high danger chances at the opponent's net, if you're the one who's keeping the puck away from your zone, all of that stuff, all of those things, they add up. Why would you change it to a, the kind of uh, strategy or the game or the kind of gameplay that's easy for the other coach to counter, like the opponent, the opponents to counter? So for me, like that's I think the biggest takeaway. And before we move on to our next segment, in which we ask ourselves, like, really, what is what is the problem here with all that? Like, why aren't we seeing those results that we want to see? Um, I do uh, want to remind everybody that tomorrow is the mailbag. Uh, episode and you can send us mailbag questions to lockedoncanadians at gmail.com um, you can also tweet them at lo underscore canadians uh, you can leave them in the youtube comments just write mailbag question at the beginning of your comments so you know that it's something that you want us to bring up on the friday show um, and as you know sometimes mailbag questions spill over to other episodes but we really enjoyed the last couple of episodes because they gave they were about they were food for thought that you provided us, right? So keep doing that because we really like those discussions. We like having those discussions. Um, you are part of this show. And speaking of, once I get back from my trip, um, we will be doing live shows. We'll have a schedule for live shows and you guys will be able to join us. That's all coming as soon as I get back. But in the meantime, we still have this Friday episode to get through before you're rid of me for a week. Um, and in just one moment, we will be talking about what's going on with the Laval rocket and why. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Well, depends on what team you cheer for. Uh, let's say Cole, Cole Caulfield. He could score 50 goals. That's actually within the realm of possibility. But can the Habs actually win the Stanley Cup this year? I don't necessarily think so. But... What you can do is you can win big by playing daily, daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. For example, at this point, like I honestly, all my money would go to Cole Caulfield. Uh, and we talked yesterday about how Nick Suzuki is finding his game, but it doesn't just have to be the Habs. You know, you can do any other team, any other player. You can play daily fantasy, NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football on Sleeper. All you have to do is, you know, you can pick players like any player you want. You know, somebody like a Crosby or you can go new. You know, we can talk about any kind of recent player that has been making noise. And all you need to do is record more or less in their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, or more in a given game. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. Sleep sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Anytime you have a situation where, you know, you, you're feeling okay, but there's just, there's something that's not adding up. You know, we're getting to the end of the year, there's the holidays are coming up, but the days are getting shorter, things are getting darker, and sometimes it's natural to just have like a little bit of sadness or anxiety about it. But when you add something new and positive to your life, this can counteract some of those sad feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I myself have multiple times benefited from therapy in the past, and I do occasionally check in um, and, and check in with myself and see if I do need therapy. And whether or not you've had this experience, whether you've been, you know, um, whether you've had therapy before, if you're thinking of trying, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash LockedOn. NHL. All right. So Scott, I'm going to ask you a question and I don't know if you have enough time to explain to me what is going on with the Laval rocket. Should we be panicking? Yes and no. <laughs> um, I look at one, six and one and I go, they're probably better than their record has showed. They are very good at putting up goals for the most part. They've been a very good a team at generating shots. It's just on the back end pieces that they needed to stabilize. This defense have not stabilized it in the way they've needed. And with a young goaltender, Jakob Dobish and Strauss man, who is not a regular everyday AHL starter, they are struggling to kind of find that counterbalance there. And if they can sort out, because I watched the game against the Comets on Wednesday night when we were recording this, and it is, they were great. And then the minute they started overthinking things or things got a little bit too chaotic, every bit of knowledge and common sense just out the window. And some of that is inexperience. Some of that is just bad decision making. And it's not just one guy. Jaden Struble's been good. Norlinder and Mayu have been good. They've all had brain farts, as expected, with younger players. And someone last year who had stepped up in a big way was William Trudeau, and he was the kind of guy that anchored the defense in all situations. He could be a power play guy. He could play five on five minutes. He could play the penalty kill. And this year, he is not that guy. Jean-Francois Houle even said after you know, training camp that he came down and he had a really hard time. He played very well in the preseason. I don't think anyone would dispute that. I said it on this podcast that I thought William Trudeau was playing very well. And then for whatever reason, he just cannot get out of his own way right now in this season. There are passes that he's making that don't go anywhere. There's decision-making that doesn't make any sense. And for whatever reason, he just gets right back out there on power play one in the empty net situations and I know that they want a guy that they can count on to work through these errors. Sometimes that includes watching a game or two from the press box. The defensive structure, it passes center ice and then just forget about it. 
which is weird because the penalty kill tonight was fantastic. They were stifling. They didn't give them anything, but you add five on five and all of a sudden they cannot defend a cycle and they get pressured down there. And eventually a rebound comes in. There's not a, a defender has left his, you know, area of coverage and Dobich is kind of all alone. Can't corral a rebound or something. And it's just error on top of error on top of error there. And it's, it's all things that can be fixed with just some coaching and some time and attention to details. They can generate shots. They can generate chances. They've been a little bit unlucky. They hit a couple of posts tonight. They had a lot of really good scoring opportunities that they got denied on. They're a better team than one, six and one, but there are issues with it right now. And they had these last year at the start of the year is they can't stop bleeding goals against, but they can kind of, score and they just got to kind of level things out a little bit i'm a little bit worried about it because there's a lot of young guys and some who haven't quite stepped up as much as we had hoped and they're obviously missing you know their team captain gabriel bork is out right now i'm not saying gustav lindstrom would help yol armio would very likely help this team right now too but it's a difficult situation because they're doing some of the things right but they're still very clearly lacking the polish they need to become a true playoff contender again. And so do you think experience will help? Because I feel like there's not going to be an opportunity to make really drastic changes. Um, Honestly, like I'm thinking in terms of like personnel, how do you do that? Or like the coaching staff, I don't think there's anything wrong with the coaching staff. I think the coaching staff is great. It's just like, what do you do? Like, do you just have the patience and give them more experience? I'm wondering if they send some of the player development staff down and do almost like a mini camp. If they have a lot of time between games, you know, send Adam Nicholas down there, send uh, Marie Philippe Poulin, et cetera, down to work with the AHL team during, cause they sometimes have three, four, sometimes five days between games here is use that, and kind of tweak things. I know during the off season, Kelly Buckberger, it was rumored that he kind of wanted to move back, be closer to his family because he's a little bit older there, that that would be understandable. But now you are in season. There's not just coaches on trees that are good coaches on trees that aren't in, employed right now, you know, and it's hard to make changes in the middle of the system, especially if you're going to overhaul whatever that system is. It's just, it's all fundamental things get back to basics without worrying about trying to be too fancy. Basically is if you can hone in, you know, okay, you're covering this. Here's your breakout pass. If that is not there, this is your option. And then if not, then get creative kind of stuff there, hammer in the basics. Cause if you can build off of that, you're going to be good. I don't think they're going to fire anybody this year, just because it is very hard to replace a full staff mid season and not have a detrimental effect on the development of other players there. I think they'll figure it out. They figured it out last year where they, they had a very rough October start of the month and then put it together, you know, had some losing streaks, but put it together down the stretch to get into the playoffs. My hope is that that is what is going to happen again. If they can tighten up a little bit, Jakob Dobish, I thought looked better tonight, some rebound issues, but if they can give him defensive structure to calm down his movements in net, the team itself is going to succeed because it all starts at the back end. And that's where the issues are. They're creative in the offensive zone, in the neutral zone, and in counterattacking, but covering in the defensive zone is a mess. 
And that is a thing that needs to be tweaked and changed. Yes, some prospects aren't playing very well. I would currently put William Trudeau in the press box for a game or two and put Nicolas Baudin back in the lineup, someone who played very well for the Rocket last year. I would recommend doing that. I'd give you know the reins to Jaden Struble to be that guy right now. Trust Norlander Mayu to keep being uh, somehow the steadying presence on this team here. And don't be afraid. You have to make tough choices. And I get it. Nicolas Baudin is not a prospect like William Trudeau is. But you also need to win games to build and breed a good culture on your teams. And that's true at any level. Speaking of good culture on your teams or lack thereof, it's time to talk about the Ottawa Senators. That's coming up in just one moment. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match Assessments and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. And I can tell you, as a manager, it is sometimes one of the worst parts of, of working is of your job is trying to hire people. So with Instant Match, you can get, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed will match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count, which is why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. It's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time than now to get in on the action. And I got to tell you, I don't really know all that much about football, but one of my favorite types of betting is prop betting. And the NFL is such a great option for that. And the FanDuel app is so easy to use for you. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And us. Before we get into our Ottawa Senators segment, I do want to remind everybody that tomorrow is our mailbag episode. So please, please, please send us mailbag questions. Email them to us at lockdowncanadians at gmail.com. Leave them in the YouTube comments with mailbag at the beginning. Or uh, you can tweet them at LO underscore Canadians on Twitter. All right. So, Scott, let's talk real quick about what happened to the Ottawa Senators today on the day that we are recording this. Uh, first of all, Pierre Dorian got relieved of his duties. Um, <laughs> of his duties duties um but also after two years of waiting they were finally informed of the consequences for the evgeny dadanov trade that was or wasn't um so scott i do know that you have um you do have a lawyer um that you can consult 
situations I, like this. So here's the thing is, because I asked her about this and I was told one thing is that none of this constitutes actual legal advice. This was a hypothetical question <laughs> that none of this is actual advice. And if you were the Ottawa senators listening to this for whatever reason, you cannot legally hold us liable if you screw this up. So <laughs> what happened today was the Ottawa senators were docked a first round pick in either 2024, 2025 or 2026 as a consequence of not informing the Vegas golden Knights of Evgeny Dodonov's no trade list when they attempted to trade him to Anaheim two years ago. And which, okay, understandable. But the thing is, that trade was made when the owner of the team was still Eugene Melnick. Pierre Dorian was still the GM at the time. Uh, not, apparently not informing his new owner about this uh, was the final straw and got him got Dorian fired, which, oh no, anyways. And Michael Andlauer, the new owner of the Ottawa Senators, was in front of the microphones today discussing everything at three uh, 3.15 in the afternoon today. Where he said we started out good, and then in the yes, we legally have to uh, remind everybody that Michael Andlauer is a Habs fan. Every time we talk about him, yes, he sold his ten percent share in the Habs uh, when he went a to lifelong Habs fan. Yes, uh, former Hamilton <laughs> Bulldogs owner going on. But so the thing is, he got in front of the media today and said, "Well, I've had two very you know tense, angry phone calls with the NHL this week, where Shane Pinto was suspended for forty-one games uh, for." Betting, but and I do not understand what is going on because they haven't told us exactly what he did yet. When the NFL has suspended players for gambling, they have said, Oh, they were do violating this rule, which is this by doing it in team facilities or something like that, or doing it during games, etc. And okay, we have a clear cut picture. We don't know what Shane Pinto did, and then the next thing. The NHL on the heels of this immediately goes out and promotes lines and, you know, the money line and over under and everything. And it's like the, the, the sends are sponsored by a betting company on their helmet. And it's like, uh, anyways, going off to the side of that. And then he said, I was not informed that either investigation was happening when he took over the team, when he finally purchased the team and went through all of that. Now I asked so he, Carly, he inherited this. Yes, he signed up for this. So I asked Carly about this, that if it if he were to buy this, if he were to buy the team, which he did, and he was not informed of these investigations, can he sue the NHL for damages, whatever it may be? And the answer is maybe. Because <laughs> it's the most lawyer speak possible is that if there is if it was not written in there that or if, if he was, if it was not legally written into this, that, Hey, these are things that are happening that we have to tell you about in this contract that the NHL in selling this team to you will, you know, tell you of anything going on with that, that is negative in terms of investigations or anything then. Yeah. And he was not told or informed of that. Okay. Yeah. He probably could. However, if it was not in there and it's a moral obligation as scummy and crappy as it is for them to not do the right thing, he doesn't have a leg to stand on because it is like, as someone put it, it is like purchasing a house where you did not do your own inspection. A person selling their home is not legally obligated to tell you that, oh, by the way, if it rains, the basement gets six inches of water in there. 
if I you guess do not, it depends on the jurisdiction you're buying the house in. Also, yes, <laughs> that is also true. But the if you do not do your due diligence, if you did not ask if there are any investigations going on, because if they lied to you then and said no, there are no investigations, then you have every right to probably be upset. It's about It's a this. clearer leg to stand on. Yes, but if if there is a moral obligation. The only thing that happens is, ah, well, the NHL looks bad, which has never stopped them from doing anything before, or the previous estate, the Melnick family, or, you know, God forbid, Pierre Dorian, who is your GM, did he not tell you that these things might be happening? And my thought is either he, Michael Anlauer did not ask about them, or just, you know did not read close enough that these were things were happening. I admittedly did not know there was still going to be an investigation about the whole Dodonov trade because I thought that was dead and buried right now. Two things can be very true. That the NHL is, you know, maybe being a bit unfair that they're not expanding on why these things are happening right now. And also it is very funny that it is happening to one of our uh, loudest little brother rivals in the NHL. I get why Andlauer is upset, but unless it was written in there that someone has to tell him about these things, all he can do is be mad at himself for maybe not doing a closer investigation at what he was purchasing. If I buy a lemon car that says as is, guess what? I'm getting that car as is, even if it has three wheels that don't work and a sunroof that has a baseball sized hole in it. That's just how it works sometimes. <laughs> and that's what I was saying at the beginning. The Canadians should learn and have an army of lawyers on staff or whoever wants to buy them or, 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 or. Anyway, we will be covering the Coyotes game and doing a mailbag for our next episode. So please do not forget your mailbag questions. In the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. Um, you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore, underscore Canadians. Um, you can leave comments in the YouTube. Uh, you can leave mailback questions in the YouTube comments. You can email us at Lockdown Canadians at any time that you want. LockdownCanadians at gmail.com. Um, you can find Scott on Twitter at Scott Matla or any other social media. You can find me on any social media at The Active Stick. Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time.